Welcome, Knights of the Road Table. This is our first episode of our first adventure. We are just going to be jumping in here to an adventure. Uh, it's a Dungeons & Dragons adventure, but we're not going to be explaining how the game works and rules and things like that, because you might already know. But if you do want to know how the game works, or if you want to learn about how to introduce somebody to the game, you should also check out our four-part series called How to D&D. And that one goes all through with the new player, the rules and the game and all of that. So thank you for joining us and welcome again to Knights of the Rolled Table. This week on Knights of the Rolled Table. have four people here. Let's go around and introduce before the adventure, I suppose. My name is Zach. I'll be the dungeon master and host today. To my right. My name is Weston. I'll be the player and participant today. Go ahead and give us your um, character name and like a one or two sentence description. My name is Coach. I'm a dwarf barbarian who is looking, scouting even, uh, for uh, great adventurers to work in his mind. That he has back home. Because that's the calling of every great adventure is yes. to go work in a mine. <laughs> to work in a mine. Okay. Uh, it, is, it is the duty of, uh, you know, everybody in our realms to, uh, to have an honest, hard work, right? And that's what Coach does, is he makes sure that everybody's working hard, you know, getting paid for their daily labor. That's Coach. My name's Chris. I am going to be playing Gravely, who is a half-orc halfling ranger and we're calling that a orkling so he's a basically a short um halfling size orc uh, half orc um we're calling it an orkling a ca- kind of a crossbreed um that zach and i have homebrewed a little bit um so he is a ranger he uh, his occupation before getting together with these um adventures is he is a um was part of a delivery ser- service a delivery service or a courier service named Dredex, and uh, he, the people did not like him, but he was good at his job. He was good at, like, foraging and, and finding his way around. And uh, he <laughs> he kind of went to his last appointment, and he's waiting for the call to come back. Hi, my name is Jen, and I will be playing as Maya. She is a half-elf uh, warlock who fancies herself kind of an artistic activist of sorts, uh, kind of a free spirit uh, who somehow manages to survive on guile and bravado. Uh, maybe not much guile, actually, more bravado and, and dumb luck. I'm Jeff. I'll be playing Steven XX Bloody Heart Jablonski. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, God. He's a human rogue, and he's a, a very, he's a young man with a, uh, a dark past, and he wants to make it darker. <laughs> and he has his moniker XX Bloody Heart. That's with zeros <laughs> and a greater than a three sign as his um, as his assassin name. And a lowercase X, and then an uppercase X. Right? Yeah, XX is the name of the the gang that he was with. Not so. to be confused with like XX Bloody uh, Capital D Lowercase right, Y. That's a right, different guy. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, or like colon uppercase P, like 
That's correct. Text-based humor here on our podcast, always successful. <laughs> All right, so here we go. You Let's set the scene. You guys have traveled into the town of Respite, which is, the, it's named that because you probably had to camp in the wilderness the night before. It's not especially near very much, but it's located uh, on a river, and it's the crossroads of this river and a trade route between two prominent cities. So you guys have made your way into this little town that's kind of on the frontier, the wilderness, and you find yourself in the local inn and tavern kind of hanging out. You're sort of looking around. You don't have, at the moment, particularly a plan, an adventure, a mission. You've just kind of been traveling, looking for recruits for Larch and performance opportunities for Maya and whatever it is that is Leasing is a performance opportunity for Maya. Which brings us to you're kind of hanging out in this inn, which is sort of an average night on the inn. So there's an there's an innkeeper, there's a barkeep behind the bar, there's some people playing cards, there's some people hanging out, there's some locals. Because of the nature of this town being kind of on a trade route, there's kind of always a combination of a few locals and a few people passing through. And we'll just start with what each of your characters is likely to do on that night in a, in a tavern. What is wrong with these kids today? They are just tiny. They don't have any kind of grit. I got grit, coach. Yeah, but you're, you're puny. <laughs> your thin little arms can, can carry a hammer. I don't need to carry a hammer. I sneak up on you and I get you. Coach, not everyone is as perfect as you are. Yeah, well, you can't sneak up on a boulder and chop it in half, so. But you could paint it. Let me paint you, please. Uh, Maya, listen, we, we, we've talked about this before, all right? <sighs> now is just not, not the time. I'm, I'm a man on a mission. Fine. So in the course of the night, is there anything particular you would feel like any of your characters do? Anybody around there you might interact with, or would you kind of keep to each other? Gravely would like to find some vegetables, uh, either at the tavern, uh, maybe available, or like find a, a farm we can buy some vegetables and just gnaw on them. Just, just chew on them. Like un- uncooked. He likes to eat kind of like raw cucumbers, carrots, stuff like that. All right. Well, we're into the evening, and as you've been traveling, we'll assume you picked up a few of those, so you might be munching on a cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> Just an invigorating night at the tavern. Mm-hmm. What do what do some of the other patrons kind of look like? It's pretty diverse. There's people of various races of the realms. There's some elves. There's some dwarfs. A lot of humans. A couple of halflings. Kind of like unusual looking or just random. Not really compared to you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to the uh, to the barkeep and I'm gonna ask about uh, any any stout or sturdy. Sturdy lads or lasses in the area. Sure, the barkeep is, uh, he is named Donovan. Uh, he serves, he's served you up your drinks and says, like, stout or sturdy, what you mean? Uh, somebody who can carry a hammer, who knows uh, a good, uh, uh, the quality of hard work, who maybe wants to make a living. Oh, I make a living. Yeah, but. Yeah. I can pick up a hammer, but I choose to pick out a stout glass. What are you saying? You. You, you have your place in the community. I'm, I'm looking for people who don't. Someone aimless? Sure. Mm. Well, there's a lot of travelers passing through here. They come in every day, so if you hang out here for long enough, you'll see all kinds. 
I'm going to gesture to like the, you mean these weaklings? Those are today's lot, yeah. Ugh, seen better. Okay. Why do you have to do this every time, Coach? It's so embarrassing. Listen, it's, it's just why I'm here. It's, I... All right, you are boring me. I'm going to go make friends. Uh, Maya would get a glass, assuming that there's maybe some wine, maybe a Pinot Noir or something. <laughs> sure, yes. I, we have a lovely Pinot here. Ah, lovely. Merci uh, beaucoup. A fine vintage. Uh, so she would uh, get her glass, maybe maybe double fist a little bit, uh, and uh, sit down at a table that she was not invited at and just say, all right, tell me who you are. I need to know everything. Mm, all right, let me get some some choices of tables. So there's some people playing cards, and there's some people who are clearly like friends hanging out, talking to each other, happen to have a seat, and then there's kind of a common table where there's various various I think the folks. people playing cards. Okay. All right, what is this game? I need to know everything. Hello, I'm Maya. Uh, hello, Maya. We were. Uh, you want to be dealed in or? Uh... Oh sure. Okay. That that sounds great. Uh, my name is Maya. What is your name? I'm uh, Stenovich, and uh, this is Kev, and this is Larbo. Lovely. All right. Uh, deal me in, and uh, let's become friends. All right. Well, the buy-in is two silver. I assume that I have that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really talk money. You do have two silver if you want to buy in. I would buy in. Life is short. Play the game. All right. Let's. Uh, why don't you ro- just roll a d twenty, and we'll see just based on odds how you end up doing do in I, this am game. I you don't under necessarily a particular understand. Skill tree or just. Well, do you have like a proficiency with? I think there's actually a game proficiency with cards. There's proficiency uh, with dice and stuff. I don't see that as I'm an plus entertainer. First sleight of hand. Um, I'm well, plus, are you cheating? <laughs> I mean, I'm not seeing anything. Just roll the d20. Fine. That's a 14. All right. Well, they rolled a four collectively. So uh, you innocently and uh, wonderfully as you chat, having not a lot to do with a lot, not a lot of knowledge of what this card game is, completely trash them over the next couple of hands. And pretty soon by the end of it, you have like a stack of 20 silver and they're, like, rooting through their pockets to see if they have anything else to buy in. Oh, I really like these cards that yeah. we've been playing. Well, Thank you so, so much. Who are you again? What? Oh, my name is Maya. You have not heard of me. Maya uh, Shelley. Are you a hustler? I feel like I would oh, feel no. better if you were a hustler, if you, like, all of a sudden, like, showed you had talent or... You just well, no idea about the cards then, huh? I feel like talent is relative. Okay. But uh, I just... I'm very lucky, but you know, really, the true winner is all of us. For we have had to, we've had the opportunity to enjoy this conversation together. Tell me, where are you from? I mean, yeah, the true winner is all of us in a sense, but also, like, you have all of our money. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want your money back? Coach is going to come over and say, uh, "Did I hear somebody needed some money? I've got some good, honest, hard work for uh, some people <laughs> looking for some money." Oh well, oh, no, coach, not I honest money. money. They can have mine. I don't care. Oh no, you. You earned that. He's like, he goes ahead and right away when you say that, he scoops it all back. <laughs> no. the, the people we're playing with? Yes. <laughs> this is a good lesson for you all. You know, when you are, you know, wasting your time, you know, throwing cards around at each other's faces or whatever you do here. Uh, you know, you what you should really be doing uh, is getting buff and ripped like me mm-hmm. and chopping on some stones. 
Chopping on stones? Yeah. Okay. How do you? Uh, my new friends, please do not let him do not let him disturb you. You have to find your own journey on your own path. Again, I was asking where you were coming from and what you are doing here. Well, uh, we work here. We're farmhands out on the Stevenson's farm, and uh, we enjoy playing cards and uh, not being uh, criticized for being lazy. That is fascinating. Dorf? Farming is, is, is good hard work. You yeah. didn't mention you were farmers. So okay. I have total respect for farming and the farming community. All so right. you, you keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Appreciate it, I like stranger. farmers, too. <laughs> <laughs> You guys don't have any cucumbers. What kind of stuff do you farm? Cucumbers. Oh, I love those. I see. Wait, didn't you pick that up from on on the the way way. in? Yeah. It was a field. It was a field. Wait, you guys grew those cucumbers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? We don't get paid that well. You can have the cucumber. I'm not even going to deal with it. Thanks. We did get our silver back. Well, my new friends, I'm so glad that I met you. And if you do not mind, at some point, I may use you in either a song or a poem. Uh, maybe something a like... A song uh, or a bomb? A poem. A bomb? <laughs> no, a she said a poem. poem. Oh, a, a poem. poem. Oh, yes. sure. Yeah, I guess. Pros. Pros? Waste of time. Never mind. Okay. But I will chronicle our adventures together tonight. She's going to make a lyric about you, Rav. Oh, all right. Well, you know, whatever. While all this is going on, uh, Steve's going to put his hood on, <laughs> and he's going to, like, sulk to the back of the bar and just watch people to see uh, if anybody's going to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> that is the creepiest thing I've ever heard anybody say in d and that's, yeah, that's what he's going to do. That was perfectly normal, like, rogue behavior until the bathroom line. <laughs> You're just going to wait until somebody gets up. Very concerned. All right, eventually somebody goes to the bathroom, yes. All right, he's going to then uh, start to walk towards them, and he's going to run into them and try and take something out of uh, the person's pocket. All right, roll sleight of hand. <laughs> well, that wasn't great. Uh, I rolled a four plus four, eight. Okay. Whoa, watch out. So at an eight, like you got your hand in there, but like definitely got also caught. Uh, like literally, probably like your hand is in there. Um, actually, let me roll kind of a little bit of contest, see if that person can catch your hand. All right. So it's uh, Kev, one of the card players, eventually. And he's like, um, your hand's in my pocket. <laughs> well, watch where you're going. And then I'm going to pull it out and try and walk away. <laughs> All right. I, okay. Hey, weirdo. weirdo. Stanovich Larvo, keep an eye on this one. Whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, night goes on a little bit, and then someone uh, enters the tavern, and this is a woman, an elven woman, and she has on her back. Actually, she has a pack on her back that would fit a two-year-old boy, but the two-year-old boy she's actually carrying in her arms, and she looks a Are they bit... sturdy arms? <laughs> well, oh yes. God. Yes, they are. She looks actually quite capable. Um, she's dressed in a cloak and some leathers. Now we're talking. And uh, she's looking around in a bit of a, a state of a distress. Well, hello there, madam. You look to be a little bit uh, uh, flustered about something. Why are you talking? You're, you're not the owner of this place. Well, it's okay. I would say hi. Hello. 
Uh, you you look to be flustered. Usually people don't come into taverns with two-year-olds. Yes, well, I've heard... <sighs> I'm in need, and it's difficult to admit that, but I I require some assistance this evening, and and I heard there was adventurers in town that might be willing to help. Uh, uh, no. Do you need something delivered? Do you need something killed? Let's a woman speak. Stop speaking over her. I'm just trying to uh, let, let her know what our skills are. Perhaps perhaps we could all sit. Right, I can lift things real good. Yeah. Okay. My dear, come here. I pull Do out you need a, a chair. performance? No. Well, we pull out a chair. Let's see woman talk. Let her tell her story. All right. What's your name, love? My name is Sora. Sora McIntyre. And... Sora. My daughter is, is missing. She's gone missing last night. And I've looked for her. Throughout the night, I've, I've, I've spoken to everyone I can, and I'm forced to admit at this point that I need assistance. I cannot go. I believe she is somewhere in the nearby forest, and I'm afraid with Wick here, my son, I cannot be traveling in the night, and I'm forced to, I'm forced to ask for assistance. Do you believe she was taken, or is it she left of all in a quad? I'm not sure. Sometime last night, it appears she climbed out her window... And no one in town has seen her since then. I, I'm not sure why she would do this. Does oh. she do it a lot or no? She's a spirited child. She does many things, but leaving in the night like this is, is, is not one of them. I'm worried something terrible may have happened to her. Sora, how old is your daughter? She's eight. Um, does she not like you? Question. She oh, I mean, I'm just me saying, as... like, what she want to run away is the reason she might not as want regardless, to stick around. An eight in the forest is very dangerous. I mean, I wanted to run away when I was eight. She likes me as much as any child likes her mother, of All course. Right. Fair enough. What's her name? Sindel. Sindel. What's up with all these weird names? I keep running into... Says the, the man named Coach. Well, it, it, it's, it's my title. Uh, my dear, uh, I cannot make any promises to you that we will be able to help, but I can promise that we will do everything we can to find your data. I thank you very much. I have, I have some coin, not much to offer you, but I would be grateful for your assistance and anything I could do for you in the, in the future, I would be willing. Oh, we don't need to accept money. There is no money that needed to do the right thing. She pulls out a small leather satchel with maybe 10 gold coins in it and sets it on the table. Well, we'll, we'll go ahead and find your daughter first and then maybe we can, uh, maybe we can talk about reimbursement. Well, I, I mean, uh, how you might work off maybe that. A, maybe there's a half of that is a deposit. Or the whole thing is a deposit. Or the whole thing is a deposit. I'm, I'm Are you crazy? No, um, please uh, just take the money. I make sure I, I don't lose. It's not easy for me to help ask for help, but oh, yes. I'm in a desperate I mean, I'll, position. I'll take it. I'll take it's, it. It's an insult <laughs> to not take it. I'll take it. I'm going to take it. Very strange. I like to take some money. I don't care. You put it under my cloaks. I'll take half. <laughs> You're wearing more than one cloak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all black too. Is oh. anything you're wearing not black? No. <laughs> um, I'll take half of that. 
All right. Give me five. No. Well, we probably shouldn't try and waste our time, you know, in, in this useless bar. When the no, but before we go, uh, Maya reaches into her pocket and pulls out like a really worn, stuffed like bat toy, and she just hands it to uh, this grieving mother. Oh, to the, the no, mom. to the the mom, and she says, "This is one of my favorite things that I own, and I hope that it will bring you some comfort." The little we go. the little two year old definitely like grabs it right away and like bites down on it. Yes. Uh, be careful, because that has been in my coat, and I have been traveling, so He's I can't. clearly slobbering yes. all over it, and just, like, tugging on the wings. Lovely. I, all right. Uh, let's go. I think that's hers now. Into the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we could leave in the morning, right? I mean, we, do we have to go right now? There is a lost child. There is no point right, in dawdling. Right, fine, we fine. must go now. Yeah, she's, she's been gone long enough. All right. Eight years old. Yeah, we gotta right. catch and kill whoever pro- took her. Well, that's a bit much. Well, if she just ran away, would would be like let's, killed. Let's just find her. I think I can find her pretty well. So Sora leads you back. It's not a terribly large town, so she leads you kind of down the street to the outer rim of the town. So there's a there's a fence around the outside of the town, just like a wooden fence. And they have a little cottage along that fence line. And she takes you and shows you her cottage. And she shows you Sora's room and the window. She thinks she went out. And she thinks that because her room is right outside of of, uh, Sindel's room. And so she thinks she would have noticed her coming out the door. I would like to check for any kind of tracks or um, signs of movement or that sort of thing. Sure, roll. That's probably a survival check. As a 16. Uh, yeah, so you look in her room and definitely can see some signs of of uh, maybe scratching along the window where she very likely, it would be very easy for her to get out the window and you see some indications that somebody recently might have done that. And then more importantly and more easily, you see outside of the window some indications of tracks towards the towards the fence right outside of that. There's some scratching right here. And uh, I think tracks are outside. But as it's land. Coach is just running up and down, uh, kind of outside, just looking in every direction. <laughs> just kind of vigilantly. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sarah. Maya would like to take a moment to just uh, maybe inspect around the room and see if there is something that looks like it might have been meaningful to the child so that when and if we find her, she can offer some comfort or if the child went willingly, a means of bringing her back. Smart. So Sora says, well, there's her doll, um, Bug, and wait, and she looks around and she realizes that her little doll bug is not there. Oh, no. Wait, her doll is a bug? The doll is named Bug. Can I take one doll? of her blankets off her bed? What? Second creepiest thing said in the <laughs> Sometimes. I suppose. Sometimes. Uh, if you are, let's say you have a kitty cat and the kitty cat runs away. And you want it to come back. You need something that smells like it so that the familiarity brings it back. I'm going to do the same thing with the child. Doesn't surprise me at all. If I had a kitty cat, I'd probably chase it, uh, train it to chase uh, mice 
and um, murder them. No, no. <laughs> Jump on them. Bring I them would back. like to take oh. a blanket. You can tell me no, but yes, I yes, yes. You can take her blanket if you think it will help. Okay, I wrap the blanket up and I kind of fling it over my shoulder and I put on my big red adventuring hat. Alrighty, everybody, this way. And he's gonna start running in like the really wrong direction. <laughs> Gra- Gravely says, uh, "Coach, um, uh, it's this way." Yep. That's what I meant. I was taking the, the long way around. So Gravely will take the lead, I guess, following the tracks. Yeah, so you can wrap around outside to the tracks, and you're able to, with your original survival roll, track that to a point in the gate where you sort of poke at the gate a little bit, not the gate, but the fence, and there's like a loose slat that, that it looks like maybe she went through. Uh, there's a slat that's loose. It's big enough for a child, probably. Maybe something else, if it's small. And you are rather small, Gravely. Well, I can fit through it. I mean, can I fit through it? Yeah, yeah. Gravely could see smaller, probably could. And a, a child could, but a, a bigger person or creature probably wouldn't have fit through it. Can I? Do it's also it? the kind of thing that seems like the local kids probably know about. Yeah. That sort of thing. In Tom fact, Sawyer kind yeah. of background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, they might be a little bit responsible for potentially like loosening it at a point so they could sneak out at times. Gravely kind of sniffs the fence. <laughs> she was here and she <laughs> went through like this, leg first, and he kind of like steps through. And, and yes, yes, he t- turned her body like this and then went forward. Yep. Uh, follow me. I'd like to do a really ridiculously complicated like acrobatic thing over the fence. <laughs> There's all these flourishes. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, roll acrobatic. So it's not like a, it's a significant fence for like defense. So it's probably at least like eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah, but I believe in me. Roll for it. <laughs> That's a 10. <laughs> all right. So uh, a lot of performance, a lot of like wind up, very beautiful. And then she kind of like hits the top of it and, and doesn't quite get her. over. Uh, well, so she like, she grabs the top of the fence and that's where the, like, grace and beauty fails because she's just kind of, like, <laughs> oh, hanging up there and then sort of, like, throws a leg over awkwardly and then the other leg and then kind of, like, falls down the other side, maybe right on top of where Gravely was standing. And so now there's two people on the other Effective. side of the fence. What happened to you? It worked, didn't it? <laughs> Coach, give me a boost. All right. Now we're talking. I mean, there's also like a gate elsewhere in the town. Hey, I, want, to. I want a boost. Okay. <laughs> hey, All right. We don't go through gates. So uh, Coach is going to inter- interlock his fingers and put them under under your boot, your black boots, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to go, and lift you up over the fence. All right. Roll athletics. Athletics. Uh, yeah. Uh, bloody, you can roll. Uh, XX bloody. Acrobatics. Heart. Yeah. Okay. Natural 20. I'm awful sorry. I rolled a 2 plus 5, 7. Okay. So, <laughs> how would that look? So, maybe you, like, step Slips up. Slips a little bit. You step up on Coach, and, like, he immediately drops you, but your excellent, excellent crit roll uh, takes advantage of the sort of, like, drop as, like, a trampoline bounce, and you spring up over the fence and land deftly on your feet on the other side and kind of, like, look condescendingly at Maya. Hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, now it's just Coach on the other side. Coach's small dwarven body is looking up at this eight-foot fence. <laughs> uh, are there any kind of handholds or anything that it can 
hit his hands into to try and go. Yeah, I mean, there's two cross bars. There's a cross bar at the bottom and toward, kind of towards the top that you could scale a little bit. But I got a, I got a rope. Huh? <laughs> I got a rope. You want a rope? Uh, yeah, just toss it over. I'm, you I'm, don't have to shout. It's just a fence. Oh, uh, yeah, just toss it over. I'm very good at climbing things with ropes. All right. I get out a rope. All right, yeah, the rope, rope comes over. flying over the side. There guys, it is. Guys, help Coach hold the other side. He's heading. All right, this is how you do it. Sora is watching from uh, Sindel's window. You guys all, like, <laughs> scramble over the the gate instead of walking around and just walking. And she's clearly questioning her decisions in, in recruiting you guys. Do you have it tied on the other side? Is it tied down to something? It's all right. Holding I'm it. holding it. We got it. All right, I'm climbing. Oh, I love your form. All right, roll athletics again. Ten plus five. Fifteen. Right. Good enough. He climbs. <laughs> like scaling Mount Everest, he climbs the eight-foot fence. He's making these noises that are just like way over the top. <laughs> Maya, Maya is transfixed, mesmerized, just watching his body climb up this fence. And every time, every time Coach like, pulls on the rope, uh, Gravely goes up a little bit, like another <laughs> foot, and he's kind of like holding on. Like <laughs> you're not even on, <laughs> even on the ground. You're just holding onto the like rope. this little knot in the rope. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Coach makes it over, and now you are all outside of the fence. And what you're looking at, there's the fence <laughs> this line. This concludes the adventure. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. You did it. Yay. See you really next week, everybody. We talk about Versus cooking. the fence. <laughs> Time well spent. Um, so where you are, there's kind of a meadow outside of the town. So there's about 40 or 50 feet of just sort of like short grasses. And then that's and then beyond that, the woods start. So it's nighttime now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I want to look at the <laughs> I want to look at the moon. There's the moon. What kind of moon is it? It's a full moon. Good. My favorite. Uh, can I check for tracks? Yeah, definitely. The tracks continue off kind of in that pretty much a straight line from her window to the little slat out through the meadow. Can I, I'd like to uh, pull out like a little torch and uh, use prestidigitation to have... Is that a prestidigitation right. thing? Prestidigitation do that. You can also use like a match for like a second. Uh, I have a torch. I've I got, can I've light got a torch or snuff via. out a candle, a torch, or a small oh. campfire. All right, there you go. Put out a candle. Yeah. In magical style, she lights up her torch, and now you have a torch. All right. Uh, well, it's this way. We can't we can't sneak up on things if we have a big light on. But I'll, I'll know when we get close. <gasps> but if she is lost and scared in the woods, shouldn't she know that someone is looking for her? Well, yeah, I'm gonna hold, I'm gonna stay in the back. All right, I'll go away from the light. My Sandal, hey Sandal, <laughs> maybe Sandal, Coach. Well, it's gonna be faster. Maybe we we uh, be quiet, just you know, just in case, because um, there are out in these woods. Um, I think uh, different animals that might not take kindly to us. Oh. Animals love me. Well, be that as it may, uh, there, there may be some uh, dangerous creatures out here that don't respond well to uh, loud noises. So maybe just we be a little just quieter. Just softly. Sindel. Sindel. <laughs> Sindel. Like that. Uh, uh, shh. Let's, let's, just, let's try to be quiet and... Maybe let's move along stealthy, maybe. 
<laughs> Are we? Did you want us to do a stealth check, or can we just? If you're collectively willing to be stealthy, then yes. I, I will maybe be, roll a collective stealth check. I will be stealthy. Oh no! Ooh. What have we all got? Oh, I got Six. disadvantage. Hold on. Six. Right, total. Twenty-three. Hey. Twenty-three. For Gravely. 23 uh, as well. Ooh, the stealthy ones are stealthy. Yeah. Coach. <laughs> well done, everybody. Uh, oh, 11. 11. All right. So <laughs> pretty much in accordance for, between the people that wanted to be stealthy and the people that are not stealthy, I think probably uh, Gravely and XX Bloody Heart uh, kind of creep ahead in a more stealthy manner. And behind them, Maya and Coach are... <laughs> Attempting to be stealthy, but you guys can definitely hear them like tromping along behind you. <laughs> Coach is like, Sandal, 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 Sandal. It's hard to be quiet, guys. Sandal. So you head off across the meadow and into the forest and uh, checking the tracks along the way, which you're able to continue to track fairly easy once you have that trail you can kind of see where it goes and eventually you approach uh, the sounds of it sounds like a sort of a medium-sized stream up ahead actually well off to your left you can hear louder sounds like maybe there's a waterfall or something over there but directly in front of you there's kind of a collection where this stream puddles up into a pond and you can hear some, you can't quite see that yet through the woods, but you can hear some movements around it. And you can hear kind of like the lapping of water against the very shallow shore of that little pond. Well, Gravely, this is this is very convenient. Gravely holds up his hand and says, wait a minute. Well, Hydration is very important. I know, we hear water, but there might be something else. So maybe I should uh, check, one of us should check ahead. Let's split up. No. It's, you it's go a- on the other side and I'll go on this side. It's just a stream. Okay, but no. Shut up. Shut up, Coach. Steve, no, too far. It's XX Bloody Heart. Your code name is Steve. That way they won't know your real name. But, all right. If Gravely and Steve are going to go in slightly different directions, then each of you roll stealth again. Ooh. Eleven. Seventeen. Okay, so uh, eleven and seventeen. So Gravely heads off. Deftly and quietly, as rangers do through the forest, and Steve attempts to, and uh, Ow, God. <laughs> sticks, and gets and gets his second of two cloaks caught on a stick or something, and kind of trips up, and it like pulls a branch, and that branch cracks, and you hear kind of the rustling of two figures stop and turn towards him, and actually, gravely, you've gotten close enough to see two. Uh, Two bullywugs, which are little kind of three-foot-tall frog, humanoid frog creatures, and each of these are holding a spear. And so they just turned. You're watching them. You can see them clearly, and you can see them clearly stop and turn towards where Steve uh, got his cloak caught. Oh, no. Um, uh, we can all see them? You guys, the other two of you have hung back, so those Steve and Gravely can I, snuck can forward. Can I pick up a rock and throw it in the stream and try to create a distraction? Yes. That probably doesn't involve a lot of skill, so we'll say you're able to get a rock into the stream. And uh, let me see. But I don't want them to see where I threw it from. Like, just, I just want to make a sound like kind of a cross. Mm-hmm. So not towards you, but not towards him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you, the rock goes kind of kaplunk, and they both turn around and look at the rock as well, but they haven't really forgotten about 
the sounds. Steve hasn't also actually gotten his cloak free yet, so he's still kind of like rustling around over there. Wush, wush. Got to be quiet. I'm, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of motioning, like, without talking. I'm just kind of like holding up my finger in front and being like, quiet, you got to be quiet. So they look and they look at where the kerplop uh, went in the pond and there's nothing there. And so they turn back around towards Steve and they start walking in his direction with their spears pointed. Okay, I'll draw my bow. Just kind of hold it on him, waiting to see if they get too close do i have any idea what's going on or i'm still yeah roll struggling roll a perception well, my hydration is just very important like i was saying uh without the proper hydration you know your body starts to shut down far enough away from this? 15 is very important uh they can definitely hear coach talking <laughs> and so then now they're freaked out they also rolled a one i forgot why i was rolling for them but i think it was uh their stealth check so Steve definitely notices these two figures coming towards him, and uh, the two bullywugs also definitely hear Coach talking about hydration to Maya. So they recognize, like, we're in ambush, and they kind of, they both stop and get kind of, like, back-to-back defensive positions. But the thing is, I mean, really, the times that you spend linking, that's more times that you have to spend peeing. It just doesn't seem very practical. Well, it's all part of the system. All right, so now they look at each other, and they, like, are a little less concerned, and they walk towards you guys with spears, spears pointed towards you. I would like to, Gravely's so, watching all of this. Gravely would like to pick up a bigger rock and <laughs> throw it. Throw it. He's like... <laughs> Trying to create another, like, why is it matter with this guy? It didn't work before. They are, well, they see that rock going. And so. <laughs> do, do, do we hear that one? Well, probably, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh, it sounded like somebody's, like, system really kind of finishing off <sighs> into the stream. I, I'm having second thoughts of drinking out of it now. Uh, as soon as they get, like, reasonably kind of distracted away from me. I want to, I'll, I'll drop my cloak if I have to draw my dagger and then try and your favorite cloak. <laughs> He's got another, I have so many black cloaks. It doesn't even matter. Uh, and try and sneak up and, uh, stab one in the back. All right. So roll another stealth roll to get up there. Have my hair. I seen these bully ones yet. 19 stealth. You t- doesn't sound like you guys are looking for the bully <laughs> No, we're not. Not at all. Very <laughs> <distracted>. <laughs> 19 right. on the stealth. Roll a uh, sneak attack on the first bully book. Yeah. Ooh, 17 plus. Wait a minute. Uh, and my, you know, uh, okay. That's going to be enough. Is 21. That, you're attacking with a dagger? Yes, with my dagger. And I get, for my rogueness... Sneak attack, an extra 1d6, and then for my assassininess. Oh, boy. Uh, 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 uh. A pat on the back. <laughs> Let's see, you have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn yet in combat. So I would have had an advantage there. I should have done that. What's your damage? All right, let me go back to that. Nine. Nine total with your sneak attack and all of that. Yes. All right. Well, that's good. So, all right, you jump up. <laughs> I don't. I don't need you damage shaming. No, me. that's perfectly Plus fine. You know, you're a oh, eleven. Character. I'm sorry. Okay. So you stab it. You sneak out. You stab it. Rules, and, rules, 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 rules. <laughs> and that bullywug goes down, 
And the other one freaks out and goes. As soon as, as, soon as he did that, I'm holding my arrow and I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot the other one. Then. All right, oh, roll no. for your longbow attack. Okay. Are uh, we aware now? So all that wine you drink acts like a diuretic, so you have to replace it <laughs> with the. Um, <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Oh, roll damage. Uh, so eighteen, twenty-eight. Uh, or sorry, yeah, twenty-eight per, uh, for the attack. Um, That's a hit. So I roll 2d8s. 14. Jeez. All right, that one goes down too, but not before it croaked like that. And so they've both been taken out. But then uh, three uh, bullywugs hearing the first one's call. Three of them pop up out of the pond and look around. And they see Gravely. And they probably see Steve as well. And everybody should roll initiative. So we, we actually see them pop up? At this point, I'm assuming at some point you guys are going to. We, like, we, we, this, no. it's, a, it's a silent dagger. It's like do, this arrow. Do I know what they? Well, you what definitely they heard are. the do bully was. Does Gravely oh, know okay. what they are? Sure. Um. Well, let's just say yes. They're common. I'll, I'll be like bullywogs. There we go. All right, six for Maya. Ooh. Twelve. Twelve for Coach. And Steve. I got thirteen. Steve is thirteen, and Gravely had what? I got eight. Eight. All right. There we go. And these bullywugs got a 16. Oh, this goes dear. over here. So uh, they pop up, spears at the ready, and let's see. They... Look at these cute little frog people. So first bullywug's going to attack gravely, run up to him with a spear, and rolled an 18, <laughs> a 19. Crookity, crookity. He's going to hit gravely. Yep. And so that they... Is... So that's five damage on... Uh, gravely, okay. but then it also attempts to bite you. Oh, ow. They bite. Oh, it hit a crit on its bite. <sighs> you were not expecting that bite, and so it's going to do two, four, six, seven damage of biting on... Ow, that's smarts! Gravely. The second one's going to go up to Steve. It only rolled a five, so that's a miss, and the third one's also going to go up to Steve. It rolled a 19! So it's going to do that same move. It's going to do this double up spear and bite. It's going to take five damage and four damage. Nine damage total for Steve, and you're engaged with two bullywugs. And that brings us to Steve's turn. I would like to use my cunning action to, as the uh, bonus action to disengage mm-hmm. from these fellows. Okay. And then um, kind of... Uh, Run back into the towards the other two to kind of uh, sneak away and hide like a rogue does. Towards the other two dead ones? No, towards the uh, Maya and Coach. Oh, okay. Those are the two. Okay. Towards ish, not necessarily. All right. So so you're going to use your turn to disengage. And because that's your bonus action, you can still take an action if you want on top of that. Oh, unless. mm, Uh, Then I'll. Can I do hide, hide as my yeah. action? Yeah. I don't know for sure if you can do both of those, but we're going to say you can. So you go back and you hide in the woods behind those other, yes. the two loud people. Back to and the And that night. brings us to Coach. So, so now these other two that he just ran away from are right in front of you. Oh, hey, little fellas. Did I see um, him get bitten? Did I see yeah. Gravely get bitten? You're all in. You can all see what's going on at this point. Well, that's not any way to treat my teammates. Uh, he's going to burst into a rage. Nice. Uh, and he's going to take a reckless attack against one of them. Roll it. Get that advantage. 
yeah, this is going to hit. Oh, yeah, this is going to hit even more. Uh, that's 22 to hit. Nice. Uh, and then I'll roll damage. D8. Swings his Warhammer. Uh, uh, so that's going to be 11 damage. From and his that one goes down. Bam. What's left now? There's two left. <clears throat> that was the one that just bit gravely. So there's two right in front of you. I'd man. like to shout out. You know, we do not have to fight. If you would like to just leave us alone, we could stop right now. Yeah, they're definitely going to stab you with a cool. spear. Um, <laughs> are there any, like, pebbles on the floor near me? Yes, many, many pebbles. Cool. Uh, I'd like to pick wait, wait. up. It, it's Coach's, it was Coach's turn, right? So oh, turn. you're right. It's Take true. It. Yeah, they're not actually. So she's she can, she can shout that, but it's not her turn. It is. Yep. Okay. Coach just went, and so now it's my turn. Yeah, Gravely's turn. Okay. Gravely is going to um, shoot at another one. Pull up my bow and be like, ow, that, that really hurt. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot you in the eye now <laughs> and try to shoot one of the other ones. Bro. Okay. Oh, that's a nat one. <laughs> that's a miss. <laughs> a miss. Ow, that's my, ow, that's my yeah. arm. <laughs> he, he bit my shooting arm. Definitely hurt your finger. It flies up over its head and your arrow lands in a tree behind it. Okay, now Maya's turn. Okay, uh, so Maya is going to pick up three little pebbles from the floor mm-hmm. and use her bonus action to cast Magic Stone. All right, you got magic throwing pebbles. Yep. <laughs> Is that your turn or do you to throw you one? You did it. That was a bonus action. Okay. So if you'll allow me to, yep. I would like to throw one. Mm-hmm. And that's 16. So that's a 20 to hit. hit. And then it's a D6. That's a 6 plus 4, so 10 damage. Oh, it hurts it bad. And it like sticks in its forehead, but it's not dead. It looks very just, upset. The, the image that I'm going for is Maya essentially skipping a stone across the water, Mama. like, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and that magical stone it goes at like super speed, <laughs> and right in its forehead, and it kind of stumbles back a little bit. And that this brings us to Bullywug's turn. So they're just both going to look at Maya, and the first one throws a spear and misses, oh, and the second one, so the second one it gets a hit, rolled a 19. Oh, and so it's gonna once again it's gonna spear and bite you, Roldo. That's two damage from the spear. It's gonna attempt to bite you. That was only a three, so it does not bite you, but you took two damage from its spear. There's one up close to you, and the one that has a your magic stone in its forehead is still back in the water, looking very upset. You just probably took a concussion. Oh. It's not it's not in a good place. And that brings us back to Steve. Alright, I am going to uh, from the shadows, draw my short sword, and then now sneak up behind the one remaining and do a sneak attack. So the one that's not in the water, the one that's fighting Maya? Yes. Okay, roll it. 14. 14 total? Yes. Is a miss. So I don't know what that looks like when you sneak up behind somebody successfully and then fail to stab it, but you did. Let's move it to Coach Larch. All right. Is there any uh, other bullywugs? There's still one more next to me, right? There is one engaged with Maya, and there's one out in the water. Oh. Uh, I'm going to run over to the one engaged with Maya. Okay. Four. And I'm going to swing my warhammer recklessly again. 19 to hit. Hit. Nine damage to that bullywug. Let's see. Did that one take any damage? No. All right. So you hit it. it Whack. Also, 
upset. I'm also going to use my bonus action. There you go. To uh, use my, uh, where is it at? Path of the Battle Rager ability. Uh, and I'm going to basically like hit it with my spiked armor. <laughs> it's going like, to like, tackle into it. Chest bump it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, mixing sports. So I got golf and then I'm mm-hmm. doing the football yeah. shoulder, the rugby shoulder. <laughs> it's a little bit smaller than you. So I imagine that looks more like. Kind of like a body slam. All right, roll for that. Become a luchador. <laughs> <laughs> Put on this mask. <laughs> Maya loves it. Okay, so that's, I'm assuming I add my plus eight to hit. That's your attack roll? Yeah, that's my attack roll. Mm, miss. <laughs> and then I just body slam. <laughs> now you're just laying on the ground <laughs> next to it. I'm on the ground with my face in the You dirt. know what? You tried to like body slam it and it stepped forward and went underneath your legs as your legs went up. So now you're laying on the ground and it is behind you. Slippery beasts. Mm. Um, gravely. All right. I'm going to try to shoot. How many are left? One or two? Two. So I'll try to shoot it again. The one behind coach. Okay. Because I saw that and hopefully I, I will not miss this time. My arm hurts. Well, I'm going to try to help you coach. A little better. Um, that's a 13. Miss. Ugh, rats. But a more respectable miss than yeah. last time. It definitely <laughs> looks like you were aiming Sorry, for that Mom one. Mom still hurts. All right, Maya's turn. So I've got one that's engaged on me, and then there's one still in the water that I already hit. Yes. Okay. I would like to toss another stone at the one that's engaged on me. <clears throat> Do it. So 22 to hit. Hit. And 10 damage. And it goes down. Jeez. Oh, look, I, I, look, Coach, I did it. And you're there to help Coach up off the ground. Face, face first. All right. I appreciate you trying to be my hero. So there's one bullywug. It's off in the middle of the pond, and it looks hurt and upset, and it kind of just, um, it goes underwater, but it almost doesn't look like it wasn't like a graceful submergent. It almost looks like it just sort of like fell. And so now it's underwater. And Steve would be up in initiative, but you don't necessarily have to keep initiative. Let's all meet back together. There you are. <laughs> it's not a very big pond, so I'm covered. No, you guys are in range of each it. other. I feel bad killing something when we didn't even know that they wanted to kill us. I mean, obviously, yes, eventually they did want to kill us, but initially maybe they wouldn't have. Who attacked me? It attacked back. You killed the well, man. Can I yeah. forage around and see if there's any good berries in this area of the forest? If if I know that there would it's be, it's gonna come back like out. Tasty berries or no good berries, like like healing berries. I I think that's a spell you have to cast. You can't just find oh, good berries, right? I thought it was, I thought I could forage. Okay, never mind. You can forage for regular berries. They might would, be good, but they're not like magical okay, healing right. berries. Never mind then. I would like to try and pick up like maybe a dozen or so little pebbles to put in my coat pocket for right. later. You got some pebbles. Thanks. Great. Well, you great got teamwork. one. Oh, go ahead. You got one more. Throw it at the where he was. Throw he the rock. Needs to slow. A yeah, that last bullywug is not dead under oh. there. No, no. It, like, fell down, but it didn't necessarily Yeah, it's still right. in there, It was guys. definitely stumbling around confused. Initiative. This, okay, is the one that, this is the one that took the <laughs> magic stone to the head pretty seriously and didn't uh, quite die, but it was sort of stumbling fine, around. Whatever. So I, I'll, I just throw it at the water towards where that body appeared to be. Okay. <laughs> Roll with disadvantage. <laughs> this might be your chance to talk to him. That's 19. And uh, 21. Ooh. 
Okay, well, <laughs> hit, hit the bullywug that's under the water, and it just sort of like floats to the top. Now it's unconscious. <laughs> awesome. Zah, are you happy? Yeah. You are happy? Good. I mean, I think, I think nice you job, still could have talked to him if you wanted to, but never mind. Do bullywugs talk? Is that a thing? I mean, they kind of croak. Now when you slit their Not throat. Not everyone communicates by using their vocal box. Well, there are ways to talk to them. Uh, Gravely, you can roll your nature knowledge of bullywugs if you want, since he had recognized what they are. A ten. Yeah, bullywugs do talk. Yeah. They understand common. They don't necessarily speak it especially well. None of these dead ones talk. They, but they, they probably, if they're uh, unconscious, maybe. They, they probably understood all that stuff that you guys were talking about very loudly about hydration. Well, it is too late for them now, right? By to the way, that was very loud, and they, uh, they heard all that, and that gave away our location. Well, you, you know what? I am CPR certified, just in case. Oh, you want to try to bring one back? Let's give it a shot. No. I'm going to check the bodies. Okay. See little. if they have anything. We, we will be able to. We can talk to it, something. but it can't talk back, so it's not worth bringing well, it Well, maybe it's not a kid. They can talk back. They just probably, you know, they're not going to be that articulate in common, but they could, most likely the um, cabbage bullywug knows a little bit of common and could maybe they give you a few answers back. Hook the kid. Maybe. So Steve rustles around, sorry, XX Bloody Heart you, uh, rustles around the bodies that are laying around and finds not too much on them, a few copper, and... You know, bullywug spears, which are kind of like tied together, not very sturdy spears. Can I try and revive one of the bullywugs? Mm-hmm. I kind of pull that one uh, out of the water. The one that's floating? <laughs> pull him out uh, and, and see if see if he's still alive. Yes, he is still alive. All right, I'm going to try and stabilize him. Sure. But he's going to go, all right, this is everybody CPR very, knowledge. Very, very, very closely. All right, first you extend your arms. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm Actually, tr- you do not want to lock your arms. Roll medicine. <laughs> he knows nothing. <laughs> All right. Make sure to flex really natural into the 20. squat. All right. <laughs> Brilliantly. Check. Hold on. Uh, I do have a negative one for medicine. Well, that's but. okay. You brilliantly <laughs> execute this life-saving maneuver, and the bullywug <laughs> is revived. <laughs> and looks very there, there. still Patting confused. And uh, you pat it on the back, and it kind of passes out because it couldn't take that much damage. But then you continue to use your medical knowledge, and it, like, pops back up again. Are bullywugs, are they poisonous to the touch? Are you asking this to the bullywug? No, I'm, I'm asking this to the DM. It doesn't appear to be after your okay, CPR good, maneuver. Okay. You're not feeling like it's a or yeah, anything. Right. Nice job, coach. Um, hey there. Hey there, sport. Um, listen, um. We're looking for a little girl. Uh, 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 we don't want to have to kill you, but um, could you tell us? No, no. Um, could you tell us if you've seen it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> you did. Oh, excellent. And and do you know perhaps where she might have gone? What direction? Power. Um, I'm kind of like Chester's upstream from there. Oh, thank you very much. Um, what's your name? Uh, right on. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's got weird names. That's what I'm telling you. It's this whole weird names thing now. Well, off with you then. Go on. Go. Let him go, coach. He's done his part. He won't harm us anymore. Will you? 
All right, go on. All right, so he scrambles off, kind of grabs a spear and like scrambles off into the forest. Did we revive his friends? No. I think they're dead. I think it's already. They're dead. Yay! Yep. All right, so he gestured. (laughs) Killed those frog people. All right, so he gestured upstream towards where you heard the waterfall earlier. All right, I'm going to try to follow the tracks. I'm going to walk over to to Maya and be like, you know, I just I brought her back because I knew you don't like killing things. So thank you, Coach. Back to you. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you trying to save me earlier. It was very, very heroic. I, I was, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of a team player. So I know. Yeah. I know. I would like to use cure wounds on myself. Which sure, is, heal up. In fact, everybody can take, uh, you know, this is probably not a full hour, but you can go ahead and take a short rest if you want to roll some oh, okay. I'll do that dice instead. and get a few back without yeah. using spells. I'll do that. So you finish a short rest and presumably head up the stream towards the sound of the waterfall. And without traveling too far, eventually you get to what is, in fact, a waterfall. And it's about maybe... 15 feet high that the stream is tumbling down and it's hitting some rocks. So there's a lot of splashing where it comes down into another shallow pool and you can't quite see what's behind it, but there seems like there's some space behind that waterfall. What shall we do? Uh, do you think she's, he said he was this, this way, right? So is she up there? He's kind of pointing above the waterfall. Or is this one of those, like, fancy-pantsy waterfalls that, like, parts in the middle? Well, hmm. How tall is the waterfall? About 15 feet. Based on my experience, um, I'd say, I mean, there might be something behind this waterfall, but if we go in it, it might be uh, a cave of some sort. Uh, You know, there might be something in there. Like a bat cave. It it could very well be a bat cave. Cool. Okay, everybody stand back. What are you going? What are you going to do? You just have to be careful. He's gonna he's gonna go kind of on a, like a like a sprinter stance, uh-huh. and <laughs> oh, no. he's, he's gonna try and jump in into the waterfall. Uh, <laughs> it can also be rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna push forward and sprint at the waterfall and do a jump like directly into it. Roll <laughs> athletics, coach. All right. As he's running, I'm like, it can also be solid rock. Be careful. Uh, that is going to be 14. All right, so Coach... No, I'm sorry. I don't know how to do math. Uh, that is 3, no, 2, 10, 13. Okay, well, if it's a 13 and <laughs> not a 14, that changes everything. No, yes. so you guys watch Coach get into textbook sprinter's stance and just dive towards the waterfall and just goes right through it. And... I mean, he doesn't, like, bounce back or wash back, but you see him. He basically disappears. The other three of you don't know what happened. Okay, I go now. And then she's just going to acrobatic again, attempt a, a flourish into the same waterfall. Area. All right, so Maya jumps in as well. <laughs> go ahead and roll acrobatics, Maya. All right. Rolling. Rolling, 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 rolling. Come on. Uh, it's a 13. Oh, well, your 13 is not good enough. No, that's fine. So you deftly and 
prettily uh, acrobat your way into the waterfall. And what you two are seeing in there, even though you're a little bit split, what you two are seeing is that Coach has dived into another bullywug that was mounted on a giant toad. So a toad that's big enough for this bullywug to sit on. Do I get to do uh, my one d four spiked armor damage? You uh sure. So basically, <laughs> when you dove in here, you like landed right on the bullywug. So yeah, it can take that uh, spike armor damage. Yes, That's fine. Six damage to the bullywug. All right, so you've knocked it down off of its mount, and you're sort of tussling with it, and it's getting stabbed a little bit by your armor. It takes six damage, and then Maya pops through the waterfall and lands on her feet in front of this now giant toad that's riderless, and you two kind of rustling around on the bottom. I guess we better roll initiative to sort this out. Yeah. All right, initiative has been rolled, and we are the... Oh, who was that? I think it's the Bullywug goes up first. So the Bullywug will attempt to, um, we'll say, athletics kick... Uh, coach off of it. So it rolled only an 11. So contest that with your own athletics roll, coach. That is a 12. All right. So it is unsuccessful. So it tries to knock you off of it, but you, um, well, what would you want to do if it was trying to knock you off of it? Because you could try to kind of grab onto it from there or just stay on top of Greco it. Greco-Roman yeah. <laughs> grabbing it. Uh, I, I wasn't well. I, I wasn't trying to like grapple it at the time. No. So I'm, it, I think it's but just it's really trying little. to get out from under you. I'm a pretty sturdy dwarf, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just trying to squirm his way out. He's just kind of scraping up against my armor. Can't mm-hmm. can't quite get out. So it's it's stuck there with you until your something, turn. Something, and and I'm, I imagine that my front isn't facing him. I I, I landed on him with my back. So well, I no, just feel you like wiggling underneath me. You jump straight through, presumably not backwards. So you probably would have landed like right. Face to face with him and okay. knocked him off the. So he's just squirming. So you're facing me. down. Yeah. <laughs> it's laughing. <laughs> um, so gravely, you're still outside of the waterfall. Probably um, not hearing very much because of waterfall noise. Yeah, I'm like, hello, are you guys okay? Um, uh, bloody, I think I'm gonna go check it out. All right. Do you have an umbrella or something? I don't want to get no, wet. I don't. But is there a way? Can I? See if there's a way to kind of go around where the waterfall is. Maybe like just avoid the main section of the falls and still get back there. Uh, yeah, that would have been a better initial plan than <laughs> coaches. You can, if you walk over to the side, you can kind of see behind and see that there. It looks like there's a little bit of space that they probably there okay, is a cave that they probably kind of briskly through. jog over to that area and just kind of peek in and. All right, you peek in and you see what we described. <laughs> pull, I pull my bow and I take a. I try to want to try to take a shot at the frog. The the mount frog, the, mount. the big yeah. frog. Okay, roll. Okay, uh, okay. That is a nineteen to hit. Hit. Uh, let's see, 6 plus 4, 10, and plus 2, favorite enemy is uh, 12 damage. The frog is not a humanoid. The frog oh, is a right, frog. Right. You're right. But so, that's 10 damage. So just 10 damage. That's fine. All right, you hit the frog with an arrow. It's painful. And uh, <laughs> now we're at Maya's turn. Uh, how far is the bullywog from me? Or it's underneath coach? Yes. Okay. So probably only like 8 feet. Um, I would like to cast Suggestion okay. on the Bullywog okay. and uh, basically be like, I think it would be best if we stop fighting. We are only here to find a little girl. Uh, 
If you can help us find the little girl, we will leave you and your frog and all of your friends in peace. I have the, if you want the text of the spell, I can give it to you. It's basically, sure. go ahead. I suggest a course of activity limited to a sentence or two and magically influence a creature you can These see within range facts. that can hear and understand you. The, um, the suggestion must These be worded in such a manner as to make the course of action sound reasonable. So basically I can't be like, go kill yourself. Um, they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Um, on a failed save, they do the action that I suggested. Um it's good concentration up to eight hours. The, facts, the, facts of the, spell. Um, the spell ends when they finish what I asked it to do. All right, wisdom saving throw of ten. You know what the hell? That's not enough. I'm a fourteen. Okay, so it feels this is a good suggestion then. Yeah. And you told it to stop fighting. I told fighting. it to stop fighting and bring us the girl, basically. <laughs> it. Technically, it hasn't, hasn't started, started fighting. Fighting. It just yeah, got tackled by Well, dude. don't fight with us. Don't let your friends <laughs> fight with us. Just bring us a girl. That's all we want. Whoa, whoa. Sha-la-la-la-la-la. Do not fight. Everything will be all right. Just bring us, bring us the girl. Whoa, whoa. So, Coach, you feel underneath you the bullywug stop struggling. I think it's dead. It feels... <laughs> Coach, get up. Okay. He's my friend now. Coach gets up off of the bullywug. All right, so the bullywug stands up too and looks kind of confused and then turns and walks down. So let's see. You still got a, a giant frog you shot with an arrow and now this bullywug that is now calm. It turns down and you can see this cave goes on for a little bit farther than you can see the ending and it uh, it's a little bit downhill and it kind of walks down this passage. It's now Steve's turn. And there's an angry frog and a bullywug that just watched, walked down the passage. Maya, did you, did, did you uh, do something to, uh, to his brain? He's just my friend now. It's not the first time I've seen that, actually, so. People like me. Kind of believe it. <laughs> Stephen Jablonski. I'm assuming I didn't hear anything of what was going on. Oh, yeah, you're still outside. <laughs> oh, I, I, so I, yelled, I yelled really loud. He yelled, and like, he pulled his ah, bow. Bullywog. Like, again. Okay, then I'd come up right behind you and see what was going on. Like, <laughs> what is that big frog? <laughs> With an arrow sticking what? out of it. Why did you shoot that frog? I w- well, Bullywog was on top, and uh, it was like a, it was like a horse. What? Perhaps if you stop shooting things right out the gate... And took the time to get to know them, we wouldn't wind up fighting so often. He's bigger than me. I didn't <laughs> like it. It was scary. Well, okay. All right. When my now new friend what? is going to bring us a girl. In the course of this, if Steve's not immediately doing something, the uh, shot giant frog um, <laughs> looks at you angrily and kind of like brushes past gravely and jumps through the waterfall and out of the cave. See? Problem solved. How big is it, just for reference? Well, a th- Three or so foot bullywug was riding it, so about that big. The big so like a frog. like a really big dog, like a Saint Bernard. Yeah, God, that's so cool. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> uh, do you think we should follow him? I'm just worried because he is my friend, but the other people in here, they may not be my friend. Uh, I'm I'm less concerned about making friends, more concerned about finding that little girl. So. Let's just, I mean, that's, yeah, I say we follow him. But we will have to be very careful. So uh, we do the sneak sneak, like you say. 
Let's go, Glovely. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's As the frog was leaving, uh, I have primeval awareness, which says something like, you have an innate ability to communicate with beasts, and they recognize you as a kindred spirit. Um, it says you cannot After use this ability against a creature that you have attacked within the last 10 minutes, so I, I can't do that. But, but maybe, thanks for telling us about yeah, it. For future yeah. reference. For future reference. <laughs> Things that have not been shot with arrows. So I could Maybe don't shoot with, the frog next Hey, time. hey, hey, don't tell me how to play my ranger. <laughs> <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> Dice facts. <laughs> maybe I'll play it the way I want to play it. This is in character. All right. Um, so, yeah. All right, let's follow it. <laughs> All right. All right. So roll stealth again. Oh shoot! At disadvantage. Ooh! I got. And tell us what 19. they are. Nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen. Get your bonus. Mm-hmm. I rolled a eight. Uh, Actually, no. One. I lied. That's a twenty-one. So, oh, I don't feel bad. Eight. Twenty-three. All right. Well, coach, yeah. I think as a rule, kind of hangs back in his clunky armor. <laughs> clink, clink, um, clink. Collectively, you guys are able to stay relatively stealthy as you. So as you head down this passage, and you, uh, the passage goes maybe twenty or thirty feet, and there's a little bit of a water. There's a little bit of a like a trickle of water, which is mostly just backsplash from the waterfall splashing that runs down because it's downhill. And so what you get down to is a chamber at the edge of this waterfall. And the bullywug is just entering the chamber, which has a pool in it. And in the middle of the pool against the back wall of this chamber is a little bit of an island in the pool. There's like a rocky outcropping. And on that is a little girl. She's wearing like a white nightgown. And she is sitting down on her knees with a very blank expression. And next to her is... A humanoid woman-ish creature who is holding a staff uh, that looks like the branch of a tree and is pretty ugly. She's pretty witch-like in not the like cute Halloween witch or like the sexy witch, but like very much like warts and bad teeth and so greenish you're saying skin. She's a spirit store witch, not a Fredericks of Hollywood witch. Yes, that wasn't exactly what I was saying, but I think that captures the sentiment. <laughs> she's got to know which witch. Mm-hmm. And so she's turning and she's looking at this bullywug that just walked in the chamber and says, "What?" No, I'm not gonna. No, you not get out of here, you moron! I'm not going to turn over the girl. We've just done all this work. Well, my plan did not work. So I'll, I'll uh, gravely will um, kind of silently look back and kind of do it like a, a shape of a witch, like pointing, <laughs> pointing you like long nose, uh, you know, like really ugly. Uh, your like, mother. Sh- sh- Elf? No. Uh, uh, and then you, you know, hear the witch go like, wait, who told you to come here? You've been suggested, you moron. And she disappears. Oh, that was not good. Whoa, whoa. The bullywug just sort of stares, <laughs> lacking instruction, kind of like shrugs his bullywug shoulders like, oh, it didn't work. He could still grab the girl. Gave her like, she's disappeared. She disappeared. And roll initiative, everybody. Oh, dear. Gosh. 
would like skills are failing you in initiative. That's a 19. 19 for Maya. 11 for Coach. 11 for Coach. Gravely. Gravely got a 9. All right. And Steve? It's XX Bloody Heart. Yeah. Six. Just assume when I say Steve that I said XX Bloody Heart. What was it? Six? <laughs> six. Yeah. Six. All right. Maya, you're up. Um, you are in a uh, chamber that no longer has a visible hag in it, is what she is, and does have that little girl on that little island. And the collection, there's sort of like a pond here, and it doesn't look like it's more than maybe two feet deep at its deepest, as far as you know. But she was on that little island. The witch was, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see the steps. Uh, I'm going to cast Silent Image. And I'm going to do an image of the girl's mother. Um, coming, I'm assuming. How wide is the area that we're coming out of? Like, is it a pretty wide little walkway? Or the passageway you came through is maybe like eight feet across, okay. and eight feet tall. Okay. And so it's like, opening into this chamber that that's we're more on, like. I kind of want to put her on the opposite okay. side and have her come into the room with an eye shot of the girl. To have the image of her mother walk in mm-hmm. to the passage. Okay. Hopefully to not only get the girl to get away from that island if I'm able, but also to divert the attention of the witch. So you do that, and uh, there's no reaction at all from the girl. And the witch is still invisible, so you don't really know. Okay. Well, I tried to think. Hey, Sora's here. Now Sora is standing, <laughs> and Coach is successfully confused. <laughs> did, we all, did we all see her, like, disappear? Were we all close enough? I did. Or we were kind of... Gravely did. Gravely did. Yeah, probably just Gravely was in enough to see her disappear. And then oh, okay. but you communicated. did some complicated and I said, pantomime. And I said she disappeared. Just, okay. mm-hmm. There is now a silent image of Sora in the corner, and uh, it's now the witch's turn, and the witch will move along and not successfully claw attack. But you see uh, splashing through the pond like she's entered the other part of the chamber. So it looks like she moved through the water area back onto the section of the corner of the cave that you guys are entering onto that is just stone floor. We'll say gravely, you feel something like slide past you like she attempted to attack you, but then she missed. (laughs) And that brings us to Coach. You're back there behind. Invisibility. That's not... Very good sportsmanship. Something just went by me. Ah, I'm going to try and swing at whatever uh, went by gravely. So attack with disadvantage. I'm actually going to non-sportsmanship conduct makes me angry. <laughs> I'm going to go into a rage. And I'm going to do reckless attack. <laughs> he did play by the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going into a rage. So that'll cancel out... Her disadvantage. disadvantage. Or my so, disadvantage. Yeah, so just roll on attack. Huzzah! Ooh! <laughs> 22. 22. All right, roll damage. Sweet. 11 damage against the hag. All right, so you feel yourself kind of collide with her and get a shot in, and then she, whatever it is you ran into, scrambles away, and that will bring us to Gravely. All right, I, kinda, I saw the coach hit something. Yeah. Is she invisible? Yes. Still? All right, I'm going to try to attack her as well, I guess with disadvantage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an 18, and that's a 1. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So a miss. You're kind of aiming kind of like 
in coach's general direction, and you do not hit. That was your bow? Yeah. All right. Well, so that arrow. I'm, well, yeah. I mean, I'm still going to miss because mm-hmm. I, I would probably use my short sword, which is kind of like, you know, and try, try to swipe. But Makes sense. I, I would still miss. So yeah. Close so you do that. Combat. Still miss. And Steve. It's your moment, Steve. You got this. I can't say anything. So I got a good sense of where, where it is then from your hit. All right, I'll go you, for you it. You know the general area that coach hit it, and you know where it isn't because the sword sword <laughs> just didn't go through it. All right. Still disadvantage. Gonna, then I will go and disadvantage into it as well with a little attacky attack. Uh, 14. 14 with disadvantage is still a miss. Ugh. There's another place that isn't, and that brings us to uh, Maya. Okay, so I can kind of see where coach... <laughs> Hitter. Yes. We're <laughs> narrowing down the spaces. Yes. It's not here. It was here. They both attempted here, that. So, like, each attempt gets probably a little bit less. Even though you're seeing places she isn't in that moment, she also has uh, a little bit of time to keep moving. And so. Okay. Well, then I guess uh, I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to do my little my stone thing. So, yeah. So, I'm going to attempt to toss a little pebble at her. Roll with disadvantage. Oh, that's not good. That's probably going to be the bad one. So I have an 11 and an 8. Nope. And? Plus what? Oh. That's it. It's oh, dang. Amazing. I had yeah. a 4 and a 7. <laughs> All right, so everybody roll a dexterity check because she uh, moves along, and what you see is a there's a lever against the wall that none of you had noticed yet, and that lever triggers, and a whole bunch of boulders roll down 16. towards you. Um, so I have something called Danger Sense. Danger Sense. Danger Sense. Danger Sense. Danger sense. Uh, so something's gonna happen to you. Danger Sense. Danger Sense. Yeah, we're gonna sing that every time you use Danger Sense, so just know. Uh, so I have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that I can see, such as traps and spells. So if she were to cast a spell against me, she's invisible right and now. You can see the I can see whatever rocks is. coming, so you can take advantage. You can see of the that. lever go <laughs> like dangerous. Invisibly. This is a oh, thank goodness. saving throw or a check. Yeah, saving throw. Okay, fifteen. Coach is nimble. You definitely move out of the way gravely. Twelve. Mm, you get hit by a rock. Take a d4 damage. You roll it, Steve. Bloody heart. twenty-one. All right. So there's a bunch of rocks around now. Three of you. <laughs> Dodge and gravely gets hit by a boulder and takes a little bit of a damage. Ow! Oh, gladly, are you okay? I'm fine. Now you know she was in the vicinity of that lever, and it's Coach's turn. I'm used to rocks coming at me. <laughs> Is that a play Good. on words? I'm not sure where to go with it. He's not very smart, okay? <laughs> uh, neither am I. All right. Um, so I'm going to try and swing at her again. I mean, she's still invisible. Yep. Dang, man. Uh, <laughs> pocket sand. That's what I'm uh, do. But I, I actually I have to try and make an attack. Yeah, so I'm going to try and try and swing at her again. Because did, did I hear like the clicking of a lever? Or, like, can I know? Well, you saw the lever move. I saw so the lever presumably move. So I'm going to run over there and try and swing at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, recklessly. So if that's reckless again, you'll even out the disadvantage. Huzzah! Natural 20. <gasps> All right. <laughs> Roll a hit with double Ooh. dice. Ooh, yes. All right, so damage. that hits her, and when you hit her like that, she kind of flies back and splashes into the water, and her invisibility drops. Yes. 
Uh, but also, as you, she splashes into the water, she like recovers really easily and swims through that water almost like a almost like a seal. She definitely has ability to swim. Gross. And that will move us into Gravely's turn. Uh, I'm going to cast oh, hunt. Hold on, hold on. That's so my much reaction. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to yell, Sora, go get your girl. <laughs> go ahead. Speaking to the illusion, yes. Gosh, Gosh, you all right. So wonderful. Now it's gravely turned. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark uh, as a bonus action on the Hag, mm-hmm. the Witch Hag, uh, and then um, I'm going to use my longbow. To shoot at it. Natural 20. Nice. Okay. This is a humanoid. It is a humanoid because of her legs and her arms and her head. So her her invisibility is down? Yeah. She uh, invisibility dropped when you hit her. All right. She's visible underneath the water. Get ready for this. So you're going to roll two for the longbow and two for the hunter's mark (laughs) and then your regular bonus. And I'm going to add Colossus Slayer, which is an extra D8. Because Because she is a. Because she has less. She's taking damage. She's taking damage. Yeah. So I actually have. 3D8s. And compared to you, she's huge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's quite a big. She's very big. Uh, okay. So, what is that? Oh, that's a 10. Okay. So, 10. <laughs> it says zero. And I was like, what? Uh, zero. Three, so, that's uh, 16 plus four is 20 plus two is 22. Good 22 hit. 22 damage. Jesus, Hag is getting wrecked. Yes. So oh, wait, that, wait. And Hunter's Mark. Oh, we didn't even do Hunter's Mark, so you roll that twice. You do. Two. Plus four. So uh, what, is that? what did I say? 26. Or what? It was 20, 22. 22 plus four. So, so, uh, so 26 damage. Yikes. All right. So that arrow. Ranger gel. <laughs> That arrow just like flies directly into its mark, and she stops, and you see blood coming up into the water. She's still moving. She's still alive, but that definitely hit her hard, and it is Steve's turn. Uh, I'll first use my cunning action to hide. What would be the best way to sneak up on? On the witch? I mean, she's underwater, so it's hard hard to like sneak up on her. Places that you have access to in this cave, which is kind of open, but now there's a bunch of rocks around. There's also an illusion of Sora, the mom, and there's also this little girl that is still just like kneeling there, not responding. Uh, I'll just go for the kill. I'm going to run up and try and just dive bring in. that short sword down. All right. If I can, it. like from the shore and then Water jump kill. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 15. Actually, yeah, that's a hit, but roll also um, acrobatics for your kind of style mm. running towards her. Mm. It'll be a 16 acrobatics for you. All right, so he just runs, takes, he's now only down to the one cloak, but it's very dramatic, and he pulls his short sword and, like, leaps out under the water and lands right on her and lands his short sword attack, sort of pinning her down a little bit. What's the damage on that? Six. All right, so, Steve... <laughs> Steve and the Hag are now her like a wrestling right now. around underwater, <laughs> and it's Maya's turn. Uh, I How far am I from the girl? You're roughly 15 feet from the girl on the other side of the water. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I just want to try this out. It may be stupid to use it against a witch. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and toll the dead. 
which is uh, I point a finger at a creature I can see within range, and the sound of a Dolores bell fills the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take one... D8 necrotic damage. If the target is missing any of its hits points, it instead takes 1d12. All right. So damage. wisdom saving throw for the witch. Uh, who crit that? So not going to work. So it doesn't work. But I am going to run to the little girl and uh, just put my hand gently on her shoulder. Okay. So your progress is going to be a little bit impeded by running through the water and also where the witch and Steve are are kind of in your way. So you have to round around them a little bit, but you make it to the little girl and you set a hand on her. And, Dolphin rider Steve. Um, she, again, she still doesn't respond. And now it's the witch's turn. So the witch is going to uh, stand up and try to attack Steve. And she crits. Sorry, Steve. Oh, no. That's Steve. Oh no, Steve. Excess bloody horror. <laughs> bloody Remember me. Excess bloody horror. Remember me. Avenge me. So she sinks her claws into Steve, and you're going to take 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 damage. Jeez. <laughs> Which, until we figured out you were rolling the wrong dice, was your total HP, but. Now I have a glorious four. Okay. So that hurts. Both of her claws, all of her claws sink deeply into Steve and hurt him badly. Are you okay? <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> Go just Leave me alone. He's so passive aggressive. Also, is silent image, does that require concentration? Uh, you can concentrate on it anyway. It doesn't matter. What? But check on that. You didn't. You didn't do anything to lose concentration. So Sora's imaginary Sora is still there, which Coach thinks is real Sora, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. Coach's turn. Uh, it's concentration up to ten minutes. Okay. Coach, you're up. Parents these days just they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> uh, Coach is going to uh, run over. <laughs> you two are, are dealing with the witch right now. Uh, no, but actually, I have to keep going. Uh, Coach is going to try and jump into the water and take a diving swipe uh, at um, at the hag. Roll it. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Okay. Can you what? Uh, reckless. Yeah. So that's now actual advantage. Ooh, less good. Very less good. Um, total of twelve. Mm, nope. <laughs> Cannon now wall. you're wet. Yeah, it looks really it. cool. You're definitely in it, but you're not doing any damage. Oh, Gravely's up. Uh, with my bonus action. Oh. Uh, I miss with my hammer, but I'm going to try and spike her with my armor. Okay. Uh, so I'll roll an attack. Natural one. Mm, no. <laughs> splash, splash. <laughs> another, another body slam that just like, you're just wet now. <laughs> you're underwater. Dang it. About a foot away from where she actually is. And gravely start now. Coach, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, I'm just going to... Flailing around in the water. Splash. All right, I'm going to... Uh, Gravely's going to shoot it again with his arrow. Shoot at her. Her? That is a... It's it's pretty good. Um, It's a 23 to hit. Roll your damage. Okay. Uh, 17. Hunter's mark. Also six. Uh, so that is... Dice math. <laughs> 17 plus six, 
23 total damage. Good God. Well done. All right. Good God. So another Dude, 50, like 57 damage or whatever that is. So another arrow goes. I'm aiming for the eye. I'm aiming for the eye this time. Hits the eye. Past Steve. Past Coach. Exactly where you wanted it to be. She takes that arrow right in the eye. And she just keels over backwards with a big splash into the water. And when that happens, she sort of like lays there, again, floating for a moment. And then she sort of just starts to like crumble away, crumble oh. into dust that sort of spreads out over the surface Dude. of the Get water. Get out of the water. <laughs> that's gross. And uh, the only thing that's left is that wooden staff that she was holding, which sinks down about into about a foot deep into the water. I killed her. I mean, we, we killed her. Did I did I get her? Yes, Sindel. you did, Coach. Good job. Sindel, can you hear me? Hello. So the little girl all of a sudden just like startles forward and, and looks around and looks at all of you and the cave that she's in. And she she stands up and her both her, her fists are balled up and she just said, He he would he, my father would never treat me for a bubble. And she just like Marches straight out through the water, stomps through the water, and up out of the cave. As you guys just, unless you try Sindel, to. Like, your mom's right there. Sindel. Oh, I'll, I'll, the I'll, mom kind of. That's like, an illusion, moron. And she continues. Gravely <laughs> <laughs> will try to stop roll her. for that. Gravely will try to stop her and be like, it's all right. It's all right. Um, listen, um, we're, we're here to help. We, your mom sent us. Out of my way. I have to go. I have to go home. We're, we, we're, we'll escort we you home. You yes, him. yes. My name's Gravely. That's Maya. That's Coach. That's a XX bloody heart thing. And um, stupid name. I know. I know. So roll. I like her. Roll persuasion for calming her down a little. I bit. I would like to roll. I would like to assist. Okay. Not so very, roll persuasion with advantage. Whichever you has higher persuasion, roll with advantage. I would like to roll persuasion. Well, you, it's probably you. I'm negative one persuasion. Yeah. No, I'm uh, plus uh It's going to be higher. Plus six. Uh, so that's a 23. Good enough. All right. So she kind of like looks at you and takes kind of like a second breath and assessment, and she calms down a little bit. She unclenches her tusks. fists a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Gravely does his best charming tusk-ridden smile, and she sort of relaxes a little bit and just kind of gives into the idea that maybe she shouldn't charge off on her own, but she's still determined to get home. Coach walks up to the silent image and kind of whooshes his hand through it. Aww. <laughs> uh, Maya will drop it. Uh, did anyone take a look at that staff? Uh, I, I, I point to uh, the little girl. I say, look in the water. She's in the water. She's dead. See? Well, well so she's gone. the hag is just dust floating across yeah, yeah. the water, but the staff is still in there. And actually, Maya, you specifically look at this staff. Specifically what the staff looks like is it looks like a, a tree branch. Not like carved from a tree branch, but an actual tree branch. Relatively smooth. But the end of it has a collection of branches that almost, they look like they're wrapping around something that would be roughly like the shape of an, the size of an egg that they would be wrapping it around. But they don't, there's nothing in there. And there's no like entry point where you could like put something in there. They're just sort of like in a claw shape holding that. 
that's what most of you see. But Maya, when you look at the staff, what you see is a sort of glowing blue light in that little cage area. Do I have any sense of it being like whether it's like menacing or just kind of neutral or like am I drawn to it or am I intimidated by it? Rural perception. Okay. Oh, dear. Uh, That's a 10. Uh, So you, both your magical sense and your artistic sense says like, ooh, pretty. (laughs) I want to. You also don't really realize that they're not, the rest of them are not seeing the same light that you're seeing. So she's going to pull it out of the water and hold it up like in the air and just say, have you ever seen anything more beautiful than this? Yeah. Gravely's just looking at the little girl and saying, well, I mean, she looks fine. <laughs> little girls. Just a jump she's stick. Pretty. Do you mind if I keep it? You can't keep the little girl, Maya. No. What no, about her mother? No, the, the staff, the stick. Oh. So beautiful. Sure, fine. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, so when, Maya, you grab onto the staff, you definitely feel like a connection to it, and you even feel a sense of that blue light kind of starts to radiate from you a little bit. And, in fact, did you take any damage in that? You probably didn't. Uh, I did. Gravely got hit by a rock. I, I don't know. I healed my damage, oh. so no. Who got, you got clawed. Steve got very clawed. All right, so you are. I'm you very hurt. Feel a very, like, benevolent sense of this, your connection to this staff. All right, it is mine. I am keeping it. Let's go. Before we go, uh, I'm going to look around all the parts of the cave looking for treasure. Uh, nope. You found a kid and a staff. That's it? No. There's no... Uh, There's nothing in here. You can check the rocks. I'm going to check all the rocks. They're just yeah. rocks. Stave. Do you want me to roll for rocks? Stave. Check. Feel free to roll for rocks. They're going to be rocks. The Stave. Rocks Is that geology? You roll for that. Yeah, Stave. roll geology. Stave. That's a, that's a actually. I have a uh, legit, yes, they are rocks. Like, ability with ge- geology. They're just rocks, you guys. And Cinda wants to go. <laughs> what, what type? Um, metamorphosis rocks are Steve. <laughs> metamorphic. Metamorphic. Best. Yes, they're metamophic rocks. Very good. Cool. Steve. Yeah. Are you hurt? Yeah, messed up. I'm gonna. You ca- ca- I'm gonna cast cure wounds on Steve. Uh, so you go to cast cure wounds, and actually, like from the staff. Again, Maya's the only one who really sees that, but a ray of blue light goes out to Steve, and the staff actually kind of on its own casts Cure Wounds on Steve. So it'll actually use Maya's stat. So this is the first thing you're discovering the staff can do. It's also going to boost your charisma by one point. What's your charisma right now? Plus four. Yeah, your charisma is now plus five. I rolled a two on a D8, so you, Steve just got seven points of damage healed. The staff cast Cure Wounds, you guys. It's cool. And Sindel wants Woo! to go. All right, let's go. Does it you, just, got, you got seven points. So you're saying that that's on top of his cure or no. instead of no, his cure? instead of his cure. Oh, instead. Okay. Steve went to cast Cure Wounds, and before he did that, Steve. a Cure Wounds really? spell came out of the staff, which Maya didn't intend to cast. It kind of cast that... On its own. Oh, all right. Well, never mind. I guess I won't. I mean, you feel better. Yeah, I mean, a little. Yeah. Right. I feel a little better. Again, thanks. like you guys saw his wounds heal up, and only Maya kind of sees that this came from what? the staff. What just happened? Maya's just like gritting at the staff. She did, doesn't say anything. I didn't She's do anything. Like, How did you heal up? I love it so much. You healed me. Oh. 
I didn't, didn't feel anything. Well, all right. Um, you ready to go, Sindel? And she just like stomps off down the passage. Sindel, Sindel. Everyone, I'm I'm concerned about Maya. She's really excited about this stick. Are you serious right now? You do not see the beautiful light, the magic that just came forward, taking care of little Steven. Gravely's running after Sindel. <laughs> it's XX bloody heart. I told All right. you. We will talk about that later. Let's go. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you enjoyed the episode and want to hear more, we need your help. Subscribe, leave us a five-star review, and spread the word to other folks who might enjoy the pod. We'll start reading a few five-star reviews at the end of each episode. If you'd like to see original art of the characters drawn by our own Chris Daly, you should check out our Instagram at Knights of the Rolled Table, and you can see more of Chris's work at Daily Tunes RPG. The theme music for our show is composed by our own Weston Gardner. Check out what he does at Make My Anthem. You can also follow us on Twitter for episode updates and announcements at Rolled Table. Thanks again for listening. See you next time. Until then, go out and make life an adventure.